Hi, this is Jason Sohail Ascari. And this is Anna Ascari. I grew up and studied about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all my life. And I never got the chance to watch any of the original series. The both of us were going to watch all 193 episodes of the original series. And give you a perspective from an expert. And a new viewer. This is what we call a Tata Recall. Alrighty, and welcome to episode 88 of Turtle Recall. I am your host, Jason Soil, and joined with me, as always, is my ever-so-lovely and totally enabled me to buy a new arcade wife, Anna! <laughs> Hello, everyone! Hello, everyone! This week, we're going to be talking about the episode, The Irish Jig is Up. Uh, but, you know, before we talk about that, I do want to, <laughs> want to stress this. Uh, yeah, so, uh, Anna, like... We found a deal on Best Buy for the Ninja Turtles uh, uh, arcade game, the Turtles in Time uh, edition, and I, I was just telling her, I was like, I was like, ah, it's, I like it. I like, I was like, if it's like maybe a hundred dollars cheaper, I would go for it. And then Anna was like, no, buy it. <laughs> of course, because when you were talking, you, you don't know how much your eyes was shining. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, just to give you guys just the thing, because like when I posted about this on Twitter, like a lot of people were like, "Oh, you're gonna enjoy it! Oh, you're gonna enjoy it!" Uh, you, I, the, a lot of people didn't realize I I have the other one. I have the first one. <laughs> like, so this isn't like oh oh like oh this person is depraved because he doesn't have a uh, Ninja Turtles arcade game replica. No, this person selfishly wanted a second one because he wanted he wanted the arcade cabinet that looked like the second arcade game and that's like really the only reason i mean honestly because like okay yes there's more features on this one and the biggest one that like uh people uh that were drawn into it was that this one has online play and we talked about this like oh gosh uh, I'll, probably like a year ago, or at least like a few months ago, like when it when it first got released, we we talked about this arcade machine like in in full and everything. Uh, but here's the deal, like, I mean that was exciting back in like late 2021 when it was released, but then now with the Kawabunga uh, collection uh, announcement, those two games are also going to be online and you're going to have a lot more people like a lot more people are going to have by the console versions of it so that whole online thing is not that exciting right now oh. yeah uh but uh like i said i just i really wanted it for the art uh because i like the art for the for the turtles are uh the turtles in time uh arcade game uh, i just i thought it was cool i just like i'm not sure like to me they look like dolls. I know some people said like they're it's like people in costume, but like the turtles, I like that like weird like design uh, that they have because I just have like so many memories like going into arcade game and like when you get to your like joystick like you had that that uh that like doll uh, design oh uh, like uh, in the on the uh, actual like uh, joystick and buttons as of this recording uh the the arcade machine is still like in its box i haven't had a chance to uh open it up and uh put it together but 
like so so here's the deal we have the we have the the first arcade one up uh release in the in our studio room which is like in the second story of our house this one is going to be in the action figure room which is in the basement of the house so uh, that that we just also means have, we also have a mini arcade in the Yes, we yes we have the mini uh we have the mini uh Marvel arcade because I I really like the Marvel uh the Marvel uh superheroes because uh, uh, that that one I have like a lot of memories when I was playing that like when I used to work in the movie theater and we had that arcade game and I'd play that like after my shift uh each day uh so uh like I like so I I don't have the full size of that one but I have the the mini one of that and that's that's in our bedroom, and I can, like... The, what I like about that one is, like, that's small enough that I can, like, move it around. If I want to, I can put it in the, our kitchen cabinet. You also have a tiny miniature <gasps> arcade, isn't it? Yes, I do. And I'm looking at it right now. Where like, uh, the, 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 the tiny Ninja Turtle uh, arcade game? Yes. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. So, because I was about to joke that, we're, that we... That we need to buy a third arcade machine for the main level of the house, but you know. Oh, we, now I see. Yeah. So, but the the arcade, the, the 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 tiny Ninja Turtle arcade game, is actually here in the main level of the house. <laughs> so there we go. If you come to our house ever, oh, uh, first that's pretty freaky. Uh, but second, of uh, whatever level of the house is, you'll have a you'll have a way to play. The Ninja Turtles arcade game. <laughs> uh, I, I, and I know I, I told uh, Anna this uh, before. Uh, the one thing I'm like super looking forward to is uh, when our son uh, grows up. He's like right now three and a half. Uh, and uh, he's still in that concept of like he doesn't know buttons yet. Uh, you know, I introduced him to uh, Mario Kart and he was like really having fun with it. But he didn't really like play it. He just kind of like watched me drive as he just kind of like steered his character like in the wall and I, I think I think he was just paying more attention to my character and he thought he was winning and well we also as parents we acted like he was winning too <laughs> uh, uh, but like he hasn't grabbed the concept of uh, uh, buttons yet uh, for controllers but I can't wait until he does because I cannot wait to play uh, this uh, with him and I I'm already imagining the days that like when it's time for him like you know like before he goes to bed he's probably gonna like like you know one of his sneaky ways um I can see him do like to to extend his bedtime he just comes to me and he's like daddy can we play the Ninja Turtle arcade game before I go to bed and he because he knows I'll say yes to that <laughs> yeah and um uh, Anna has played it a couple times you know she you know, uh, uh, which character do you do you like to play as, honey? I think I, I think I played as Mikey more. Yeah, I want to say you played as Mikey more. And, and see, now I think about. I, I get don't... tired of pushing the buttons. <laughs> <laughs> yes, know, yes. Anna play. Okay, so Anna plays for like I don't know, maybe three minutes, maybe maybe a little, maybe five minutes, and then she's like, "Okay, I'm tired. I'm done." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and like, I mean, the, like, you know, the, the game takes like 30 minutes to beat. And like, she'll see me playing. She's like, how do you still have the energy to, to play? 
And my thing was like, how do you not have the energy to play? <laughs> yes, I, I I got this guy the full package from the toy collector to arcade collector. <laughs> yes, 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 she has. Um, the only thing I will say that uh, arcade one up like needs to release now, like for Ninja Turtle wise, because I mean, you know, there's only there's only like two real arcade games but there is a third one it's not by konami it's by activision and it's for the 2012 series if arcade one up can like work with like somehow work it out to release that one as well because to this day i have not played it i've i I keep trying to go every time i go to like places that have arcades like you know we just came back from uh disney world again and i promise you guys we go to other places other than disney world i feel like every time we're like oh we can't we're we're going on vacation i keep I, i swear i just keep saying disney um but every time i go to like arcade places uh the the few that are still out there i can't find like none of them have like the the 2012 uh, Ninja Turtle arcade game. I've been like dying to see the, like to play this one. So if, if arcade one up, if if you're listening, make this happen, please. I don't know how, but just make it happen. I asked you to make uh, I asked you to make this one happen. You guys made this one happen. So fulfill this wish too. <laughs> to make a 2012 uh, arcade. Yeah, the 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 2012. Uh, because they had a so. It didn't. It wasn't released in 2012. I think it was released in like 2016. But uh, there's an arcade game that's based off the the 2012 Ninja Turtles. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and like the, the, I don't know why when they made it, they all they made it exclusively for arcades, and they didn't like put it into any home system. Which I thought, even back then, I thought it was like weird, just because when they released it, it was still it was in the it was like when the arcade like era was like done and they're like oh hey we have a new ninja turtles uh 2012 arcade game and it's like good luck finding it and that's pretty much how it happened and so i've never had the chance to play it like i've heard from people who have played it before they said it's fun they said it really reminds them of the uh original they just said it's like they just said like after they played it they kind of like wanted to go back to the original uh, which I think that's just like more of like their nostalgia uh, going with it. But like uh, I'm hoping one day I get to find it. I I, I really want to find it. I really want to play it. All right, uh, you ready to get into some uh, Ninja Turtle news, honey? Yes. All right, let's do this. Uh, the first thing is actually not going to be NECA, and it's actually not this picture that I'm putting on YouTube right now, but it is related because. Uh, you know, uh, so, uh, for you guys on the audio podcast, right now we're looking at a picture of Casey Jones. And the reason why is because in Denver, there is going to be a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles themed bar. Like, uh, you know, like alcohol bar. Oh. Uh, and it is being, it is called Casey Jones. Oh, fun. Yeah, that, 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 uh, that, that, that's really fun. It's opening up in, in Denver. Uh, they said this is not a uh, pop-up shop. They actually, like, got, like, the lease for, like, nine years. So, like, you know, they're at least they're going to be committed or, or like, you know, end the lease early, however, however it goes. But I, I think it's pretty cool. Uh, I'm so curious what the, like, the drink menus uh, will be like. So, I mean, full disclosure, both Anna and I, we both of us don't drink. 
But if we ever go to Denver, like, we're definitely going to check this place out. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, I, I just want to see this stuff and, like, you know, maybe they can make us, like, non-alcoholic versions of, like, whatever. <laughs> something. Yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. Ooze. Ooze, yeah. I, I want to know what the ooze cocktail is. I want to know, like, what's all uh, uh, in there and everything. But, but yeah, uh, it, it's cool. So, for you guys in the Denver area, this is opening up. And if you guys are listening to us in the Denver area, uh, check this place out and let us know. We I want a field report. Uh, so, uh, that's really all it, it, I mean, obviously, as for a Ninja Turtles, uh, bar that it's not, like, you know, that's not going to be, obviously, Viacom has nothing to do with this, like, you know, uh, and that's probably why they chose the name Casey Jones, because that's a public name anyway, because, like, you know, you can't really trademark Casey Jones. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, oh, what are you gonna do? Trademark, like, you know, but, like, if you try to call it Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, then, like, Vi Viacom and Nickelodeon will be like, oh, no, no, you can't do that. <laughs> uh, so, um, but, yeah, this is obviously not a licensed thing, but it's still, like, interesting, and, like, I, I imagine, I imagine it's someone around, like, our age is opening up a huge Ninja Turtles van and is like, you know what, I really want a bar themed after Ninja Turtles. And we also seen, like, unofficial, like, uh, beer of, like, Ninja Turtles where, like, you know, they make the cans that make the... They have, like, the shape of the turtles with, the like, the weapons and that kind of stuff. You know. Uh, it, it's just uh, really interesting. So, uh, now everything else we're going to talk about is totally licensed and completely NECA. Because, uh, like, you know, so speaking of Casey Jones, we are in the month of April. And so uh, NECA has actually put out in stores the April O'Neil uh, Farm pack which comes with april and uh casey and their outfits when they wore like in the first movie when they were in the farm and and then they also released out uh finally on re at retailers the april o'neill uh action figure the, the one that we've had for like uh, oh, oh gosh i don't i want to say six months now uh they that's finally available for people to buy uh in stores oh okay. yeah so uh, and I, I, I will say, I kind of like that they made sure that this got into Walmart stores in April. Like, I, I thought that was kind of neat of them. I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, when they were doing it, it wasn't originally supposed to be, oh, let's put it out in April. But then, like, when it came time, they were like, oh, hey, we can make it. Hey, we'll just say, we did it on purpose. It's totally April. Uh, so, uh, that's pretty cool. I will, I do have to give a shout out to... Uh, one of my uh, local friends, because, this, of course, like, every time we go on vacation, that's, like, when, like, the action figures uh, come out, and, like, you know, these Ninja Turtle NECA figures are, like, super hard to find, and uh, while we're on vacation, um, one of my local friends was able to pick this up. He bought it, even though he didn't even get a response from me to say, hey, pick it up or not, and he said, hey, I know you're on vacation, I went ahead and bought it, and uh, when I went to oh, meet it, yeah, um, and then, like, of course, I, as soon as I came back, I I gave him the money, and we met up and everything, he gave me the figure, but, because uh, he even told me, like, he said, he figured the worst case scenario is, if I didn't want it, he could, like, take it back to the store, and to, to return it, like, but, like, he just wanted to make sure I didn't miss out, so, uh, that's, uh, that's really it for that, uh, so, uh, if you're looking, like, you know, be sure to check your, check out your Walmarts, you know. Uh, I will say, like, 
I really like the the April action figure. I thought they did a really good job, like on her face, and and also the knees on the April action figures that is at the Walmart store is much better than the knees that we have and that we got from NECA. Like when, like I will say, like now, I mean, I'm not that bummed about it because at least the farm pack has the newer knees for April. For the oh, action figure, okay, yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's it's a little different. Um, not not like by like so much. I mean, but yeah, they yeah they they did some improvements. Uh, so the next thing I want to do want to talk about about NECA is a little um unfortunate news, but it's kind of like we kind of see it coming with action figures because so NECA announced that. Uh, the figures that we see on screen, and don't worry, audio podcast list. I'm gonna list. I'm gonna list out these uh, figures. Uh, but the figures um, that these figures are going on the quote unquote uh, NECA vaults, and which basically means that NECA has no plans to make any more of these anymore. And um, this is very common for action figures, to be honest. Like usually when they, usually they make an action figure, it it like they they keep in production for like about a year, and then. And then it, it goes away. I mean, that would, that's the whole point of collecting. Um, but uh, I know with NECA, like, you know, like, with the Turtles, they keep bringing out the Turtles because the Turtles are popular. Like, you know, like, characters like Roxanne Bebop. Like, you know, uh, they, uh, they've been reissuing them. They've been reissuing Shredder and Krang. But uh, these characters, uh, they're not reissuing. And there's really good, I mean, 100% good reason. Uh, the characters we're, uh, we're looking at is Mondo Gecko. Muckman, uh, the video game version of Baxter Stockman, Chrome Dome, the Catwoman from Channel 6 uh, playset, like the one that has like the four figures from the Channel 6 uh, team, Wingnut and Screwloose, Gronchuk and Dirtbag, and all four of the uh, Punk Frogs. And, uh, I mean, now, to be honest, like, more than half of those I listed are aren't characters like that, like that, uh, that, yeah, they're not popular. Like, you know, uh, I mean, to be honest, I'm glad NECA made them because like, uh, especially like Gronchuk and, uh, Gronchuk and Dirtbag, like, like those are like so obscure. They're only in one episode. So was a uh, Wingnut and Screwloose. They were also in one episode. Uh, they weren't like characters that are like, oh wow. Like we really remember these guys. Uh, so there's no reason to keep the shelves full of like not NECA with these and especially like the Wingnut and Screwloose I've been seeing they're real they're regular in like Target they're like you know they're not it's not like oh everyone's like selling out I mean and that's just because when you like people like us who are like oh wow we gotta get these figures and and like we have to get them immediately but like the majority of people who are like oh I used to watch Ninja Turtles like back in the day they see these figures like who are these two and like they're yeah. like, and they're like, they're not gonna commit sixty dollars for like two characters that they don't know. Yeah. So it makes uh, it makes sense. Um, the Catwoman from Channel Six set, I was surprised was on this list only because I thought this was a San Diego Comic Con exclusive that was for Target. I thought this was already a time exclusive. And I have a feeling it still is. They just wanted to put it there just to make people know. Um, and because like also I know like so I know they're making extra. No, no, no. The uh everything that they made is is done. They're not making any more of these. Mm -hmm. So if you don't like if you if you don't have them and you see them in store shelves, you need to pick them up now. 
Uh, and it, um, if you don't, there's no plans for NECA to make more of these. Uh, yeah. And then I know with the frogs, um, the frogs don't really sell. I mean, uh, I, I was surprised on how, how the, the frogs weren't selling, to be honest. Uh, cause the frogs were cute. The frogs are really cute. Now the, I will say a pro the problem with the frogs, to be honest, is that they're two packs. They're two packs. And with most people, they probably think the frogs are the same. Like when you have like two separate frogs, like they probably think like, oh, like two two sets of the frogs, they just probably think they're the same. They can't, they don't like, they can't remember them. And I mean, also like these, I mean, these characters, they're not like, I mean, I think these are the most memorable out of all everyone in this pack thing, other than Baxter Stockman from the video game, but uh, Baxter Stockman from video game is not even in uh, Target or anything like that. Uh, but yeah, I think, uh, but I, I really think the, I really think the frogs, uh, I, they kind of like shot themselves in the foot by doing like two separate two packs instead of one four pack. Uh, and I think that's why the frogs aren't selling. Uh, and, but, but I, I can tell you right this right now at, at my target store, bunch of frogs, like, like, I mean, I'm, I'm just seeing like a lot of frogs and, and it. And let's be honest, the reason why they're doing this vault thing is it's probably also from like Target. Target's probably like, hey, these things you promised us that we're gonna sell like hotcakes, well, these are not selling like hotcakes. You need to you need to dial it back. Mm -hmm. And that's probably why NECA's like, okay, let me do and then and honestly, they might be also they probably announced this like on like Instagram and their Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff to hold they're probably trying to get like people to buy them too. Just so they can get Target to uh, buy more. Because, I mean, this is the way how retail works. We are Target's consumers. But NECA, NECA is, the Target is NECA's consumer. If Target doesn't order, then NECA can't make more. And, and that's the way, that's the way it works. Uh, so, uh, if you don't have those, uh, be sure to pick them up. Uh, like I said, like, Wing Nine and Screw Loose, if you don't have that, that's really easy to find. I'm gonna be honest. Like that's that's really easy to find. Ground Chuck and uh, uh, Ground Chuck and Dirtbag are just now showing up in stores. Uh, but uh, yeah, like uh, the, the, most of these like uh, shouldn't be hard to find. And like I'm I'm really curious. I'm really curious if your Target has sold out on the frogs or not. <laughs> I mean, this is something I really want to know. All right, let's talk about the big thing. The big thing happened while we were on vacation. This was like. So we, when I came back, I, I really wasn't checking my Twitter that much, but when I came back and I was checking my Twitter and I saw this, um, and I was like completely excited and NECA has announced this bad boy. Oh, cool. It's the van? Yes. They announced the party wagon or the tur Ninja Turtle van or the turtle van. I, I think they're calling it the turtle van. I, in their listing, they're calling it the turtle van. Like, so here's the deal. In the show, it never got a proper name. In the toy, it got, it was called uh, party wagon. In the show, they just, they really just only call it turtle van, if you noticed. Mm -hmm. No, because nowhere in the show, they call it party wagon. Uh, I still call it party wagon because that's what I grew up with. Um, but yes, NECA has announced, they have formally announced the party wagon. Uh, you know, this is something that they've been teasing, what, like, I, I want to say at least, like, a year, maybe two years? Like, ever since we started doing this, um, YouTube podcast. Yeah, uh, and, like, I know that they had to, 
I know they had to delay it because uh, his playmates like re-released their party wagon, and because of that, playmates was told both NECA and Super Seven, "Hey, you can't release the, theirs." And I don't know if NECA, I really don't know if NECA and like Super Seven had a deal to um like because like super seven you know announced theirs like a few months ago now NECA is announcing theirs i don't know if they had a deal or not like on the thing it kind of looks like it has a cap yeah 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 it looks like it has a cap uh the, the i mean the the dome it is a little big i mean and like so i mean this is just my nitpicks like i'm not just to be honest i'm gonna right now i'm just gonna tell you this is the best looking uh, party wagon I've seen like that's based off the show mm -hmm. um, but like just just a little nitpicks I think like the I think like the the, the little dome uh, I, it's a little too big uh, to me and then I don't know why it just it looks so boxy and and like because um, like I don't I don't know I think because the show that draws it so round and I got used to the toy and the toy was kind of round uh, but uh, the uh, but yeah, like the the, the thing is just it, it looks like in the front it's kind of like got like smushed up, like and like so flat. Yeah. Uh, looks but, like they crafted. Right, right, right. But it is. I mean, one hundred percent. This is definitely the best uh, uh, party wagon. I think uh, that's based off the toy, like uh, that like, based off the show. I should say that the best party wagon that's based off the show. Uh, um, to me, like. And uh, here's like the accessories it's gonna come with. What's really cool is like, okay, so the the dome part, the like you know, it's gonna open up, it's, uh, like how it does in the theme song, and also in the show, we've seen that sometimes open up. Uh, both doors um, are going to open, like so, and we never had actually had that in the on any of the versions of the party wagon before. We had it in the show, but uh, so the nice. left and the right door are going to open and like you know it's coming with the laser uh we can like trade out the doors for like um other other things we can even trade out the wall um which i thought was a cool detail do you have more pictures uh yeah uh not like well uh i just have this one i'll show you more pictures the NECA has like give us uh plenty of pictures uh but uh but like the van is going to be uh eight inches eight inches wide 14 uh inches long and 12 inches tall so like good sizes this is obviously going to fit your um your NECA figures really good and honestly you probably can pitch put super seven figures uh in here as well there's also going to be lights and i believe uh sounds i meant to check this before we went live um but i believe there's also going to be sounds but there's going to be but definitely it's uh, lights there's going to be uh, uh li lights in there and right now for like now until uh until like the next tuesday uh i'm already forgetting what the date is um but you can pre-order this on NECA's website and it is for 250 dollars so uh, uh uh price wise uh, to be honest it was kind of like where i was expecting it to be yeah uh, I, was, I was expecting it to be this much uh now i will say this is a much better price than the Super Seven one. Like the Super Seven, if you remember, that was that was close to four hundred dollars. Uh, like I, I think this is actually this is actually exactly one hundred dollars uh, cheaper than the than the Super Seven. Yes, uh, it has like it have two doors open. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, uh, yeah, yeah. You, uh, you have accessories. More, more importantly, this one looks more like the cartoon. Yeah. Uh, so we have two great options for. 
modern party wagons uh, for us. Uh, and I mean, personally, I prefer the NECA one more than uh, the Super 7, but you know, let us know which one, which one you prefer. Let us know if you're one of those are going to get both. I'm actually really curious about that. Uh, I know, I know a few people who are not getting it. One of my good friends is not getting it only because he, he said he doesn't know where to put it. Uh, now, to be honest, we can tell him put it in our collection. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just put it in our collection. That, that's exactly what I should tell. Uh, you know, to be honest, that should be my reason for not getting it. But you know, uh, I'm uh, totally getting it. But really excited about this. Uh, but yeah, uh, if you don't. Uh, be sure to check out the description and wherever you listen to this podcast to get to pre-order uh, this. We don't know when the actual release uh, date is. We don't know if it's going to be this year or if it's going to be uh, next year, but hopefully it will be soon. And that is everything uh, that we have for this week. All right. Uh, and just as a quick reminder, we do the news uh, portion live every Sunday. Uh Currently, at this time, we're going to do it at 8.30. We'll switch it back up to 8 o'clock. Reasons, uh, you know, the sun comes down at 8 o'clock. And this is that time of the month where we can't eat during the day. So when we do the news, we we want to be fed. That's why we had to to delay it. Blame blame the earth and religious things. (laughs) All right. uh, Let's... Get into this week's episode. You ready? Yes. All right. This week we're talking about European Season Episode 7. The Irish Gig is Up. This episode was directed by Bruno Rene Hutches and it was written by John Fox and a story by Carol uh, Mendelssohn. And this originally aired in the U.S. in September 20th, 1993. So, so how many, uh, how many more European uh, episodes do we have? After this, we have six more episodes. Wow, six more. Six more, yes. The the, the European season is 13 episodes. Uh, Yeah. uh, I'm kind of done with the. (laughs) You know, it's funny because a lot of people. We're done with the European season, even like before it even started. Uh, and I mean, I know I said this like many times. I said, I mean, I was watching this episode. I don't remember a lick of these episodes, like at all. <laughs> like, I mean, you would think an episode that features monster sheep and uh, and uh, miniature versions of Roxane Bebop would be like, oh, hey, this is memorable. I mean, uh, but also I think I think part of it is is because I'm pretty sure when I first watched these, I watched them like marathon. I just kind of like I probably watched like all all thirteen in like in a span of like two or three days. All right, honey, you wanna give us a uh, summary? Oh, summary. Summary is still in the place. Okay. Uh, so in this episode, they are in uh, Dublin, the turtles and uh, um, with a splinter and um, so uh, Krang, the new mention of Krang is that like a kind of like a laser kind of thing that can change the size of the um, everything. If they are the normal size they can mutate them, mutate them to like a very huge and monster kind of thing. 
if they are uh, mutated they can uh, like uh, reverse it or if they are normal they can like make it like very tiny or something um so in this episode um um they uh they first they tested on a on a bunny and a rat and then um and then uh they want to they wanted to test them on turtles right right yes yes they wanted to do it on the turtles to make them like baby turtles yes they wanted to to uh, to test it on the turtles but uh by mistake they uh it was uh, tested on the bebop and rock study right and they changed to babies so during the whole episode they're like baby uh, um, creatures that they're um annoying uh, shredder and then um and uh, at the end uh when they're fighting uh, all together that um, the um like always mikey is the one who is affected by that uh laser and he gets like huge yeah uh mikey becomes huge and uh defeats shredder and then that's pretty much it yes and he chose he, even though he likes to be big but he chose to go back to he chose to go back small because he wanted to go back in the turtle lair yes all right uh let's go ahead and uh, start uh breaking down this episode and see this is again with the whole weakness of the european season we literally just watched this episode and like we're already having like troubles of remembering what happened uh, so all right um so the first thing I do want to mention is like the opening line. They basically say, "Hey, we're in this country." So basically, they say, "Hey, we're in Dublin." And I give I give the writers this. They actually said the Republic of Ireland, in which is actually pretty cool because usually when people refer to Ireland, they just call it just Ireland, and they don't like. But like the the country is actually officially the Republic of. Uh, of Ireland for like, uh, you know, for like hi uh, history and political reasons. But uh, I, I do like that they included that in the in like w where like they said like you know they didn't just plainly say Ireland. And uh, so uh, something uh, Michael Atkins did point out to uh, to us is that he says the turtles managed to move the turtle van across another body of water for this episode, the English uh, Channel, and which is true. Yes, Ireland is, like, in a separate, like, island kind of thing. <laughs> so, uh, and now, I mean, I'm, like, I've never been to Ireland, ever, but I, I, I am kind of, like, I don't know. I'm a little sure there's a way to drive between, uh, there's, like, a bridge kind of thing between... Uh, like England and Ireland or whatever country is like right next to this nearest to Ireland. I'm not like 100 percent sure. So if there if there's not, um, you know, feel free to to argue to tell me no, I'm wrong. But like I want to say I want to say there's a way to like drive to to make it to Ireland from like the rest of uh, Europe. Like like I'm not like 100 percent sure because I've never been to the country before. But I want to say there is. <laughs> But that, that, that was a cool thing. Uh, one thing I do want to note about the party wagon is that, uh, you know, uh, this week's news, we talked about the NECA's, like, party wagon. And I, I've mentioned how, like, each episode, the, the the van, like, changes shape and everything and, like, changes the way it does. Uh, this episode, we have a back row seat in in the party wagon. 
Like, I don't know if you noticed that like or not. Like, two rows, isn't it? Yeah, two rows, yes. Yes, I noticed because when they first start, I saw that Raphael and Donnie were in the front. Oh, by the way, my uh, our three-year-old uh, is learning that their turtle's na uh, name now, and he, he knows he knows Donnie, like, very good. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I think purple is his favorite color. Yeah, it's very cute because he knows Donnie and Mikey very well. <laughs> Today I was practicing. Low is a little hard for him. Oh, I can see Leo be hard. So I saw that uh, Donnie and Raphael were sitting in the front. In the middle row, it was a Splinter and April. Of course, you always want to sit next to April. Of course, of course. <laughs> Your favorite character is uh, sitting <laughs> next to the, the creepy rat. <laughs> Guess what I painted on my... Uh, on your yeah. notes? On my note sheet. Oh. Okay, obviously you guys can't see it because it's an audio podcast, but she drew this amazing. I'm gonna like take a picture of it and put <laughs> post it on our Twitter and also post it on our Discord. But she drew this amazing picture of like Splinter, like in the middle of her notes. Actually, it looks really good. <laughs> but yeah, I just so it's just I just thought it's funny. Like just just this episode, they're like, you know what, the turtle van needs a back row. Like for their for their seats. So uh, Neca, um, when are you gonna update the turtle van to have like the the second row? Like, whenever, whenever you recover from the money that you paid from the arcade. Arcade. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what Neca is saying. He's like, hey, hey, Neca's like looking at me like, hey, I heard you like to spend money. Here's a here's a Ninja Turtle van for you. <laughs> so the you know the turtles are in a. Uh, uh, Ireland and everything, and they, like, you know, they decide to, like, see the sights, because, you know, they're in Europe, and this is, like, we've discussed this before, how, like, you know, in the, in, like, the regular seasons, they kind of, like, drop that whole, like, oh, hey, we can't, like, like, we can't walk in public, where, like, you know, we see the turtles are just, like, walking around, uh, but like hardly with the disguise or, or like, you know, they just have a hat on or something like that. But in the European episodes, they, they, they kind of like disguise themselves a little more. Uh, this episode, they're actually walking around in daylight. Uh, we had like other episodes like where they were walking around at night, but here we have the turtles and Splinter in disguise. And, uh, yeah. What did you think of uh, Splinter's disguise, honey? Uh, I feel that it, this was one of the other, uh, one of other, his custom uh shopping from amazon <laughs> that he, he bought whatever he bought for himself and they gave him like those uh four <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the four other costumes like so he bought his cost he bought his like disguise and then like the other four were like free yes <laughs> but so did you notice like he had like the longest beard like i, I kind of want one one halloween i want to be this Irish Splinter. You want to be Irish Splinter? <laughs> that is like completely deep cut. I want, like, you know, I want you to just, like, on Halloween, just, like, just dress up as Irish Splinter. And I want to see if anyone actually, right? I, I guarantee you, there's, like, not even, like, hardcore turtle fans won't be able to recognize you. <laughs> I don't care if people recognize it or not. <laughs> right, <I'll be> exactly. <laughs> It's a masterpiece. It, it 100% is a masterpiece. You can't ignore it. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, something, so something, uh, something like when the turtles like go into the park, uh, they, uh, there is like a sign 
Um, and it's like quickly panned and I like when it panned down, I didn't even like bother to pay attention to it. But you know what? Michael Atkins, he paid attention to it. And he actually said he looked up the Latin that was on the archway of that sign, which good on you, Michael, because I didn't even know it was a Latin. Like, you know, I mean, I could have like, you know, went and paused it, but like, you know. Zachy frame? Was it? Like a Zachy frame? Zachy frame? Zachy frame? What's a, I don't know what a Zachy frame is. There was a, there was a sign that was saying Zachy frame. <gasps> oh, oh. Oh, uh, yes, yes, that, uh, that sign, because it's in, it's in Latin, Latin. Uh-huh. And, uh, but yeah, uh, but he went and, like, found it, and it's actually, it, it, the, the text is actually straight from the, I'm gonna mispronounce this word a lot, so forgive me, uh, Facilier's Arch, um, in Dublin, so, like, this is actually a real sign that's in, uh, this region, Oh, and, nice. Yeah, yeah. And uh, basically, it translates to this. It's, to its strongest soldiers, Dublin dedicates this monument, 1907. Uh, that's what the translation is. I'm not going to bother to try to read to you what it says in Latin. Um, but that's actually really cool, really accurate. Uh, something I was not expecting from Ninja Turtles. Uh, like, I mean, generally cry, near the... Last was it? Is it crying last time said that this is the educational part. <laughs> right, right. Okay, so that's the that's the actually you're, you 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 skipped to like what I the next thing I wrote <laughs> on my notes. But yeah, uh, but I, I, uh, before before I get there, um, uh, uh, I will say like these European episodes they take good care of like trying to be as accurate as possible as like some of this stuff, which like I really feel like these European episodes like it gets underappreciated. Uh, for that because like the rest of the show they just like you know there's I there's an episode where they misspell the mailbox of uh, that instead of saying mail m-i-i-l they put m-a-l-e I, I forget what episode is it we haven't came across it I just remember I saw it when I was in college and I was like how did I like miss this and I was like this is the most ridiculous <laughs> mistake I've ever seen They needed proofreading. Yeah, they needed proofreading. So, like, I mean, just the attention to detail that these that that these episodes have, like, is just amazing. I really feel it's like underappreciated. And as uh, Anna was alluding to, because you know she was mentioning that this was the educational portion of the episode, like Crane mentioned like last week. Uh, This actually part is the educational portion of the episode as. Uh, Splinter goes to the statue of St. Patrick and basically, uh, like, tells, like, his history, uh, to the turtles and to the audience. <laughs> that was actually interesting. It, it was actually pretty interesting. I actually, uh, really enjoyed it. Like, you know, basically he was, they were telling him how, like, he got, like, rid of, like, all, like, the, the rodents, uh, in the area and, and everything. No, it was actually, like, I mean... Honestly, even at my age, I was like, you know, this is something I was not aware of. But do you agree that uh, uh, Splinter was uh, looking handsome in his uh, Irish costume? It is, he was looking pretty handsome. Like, just, just, I just don't understand why he needed, like, the Rip Van Winkle beard. Like, you know, like... like <laughs> oh, I have no idea. That's what's good about it. <laughs> That's what's good about it? Like, the, just the long beard? That, like... Because, I mean, 
it, it looks like Esponja is a very like um, not fun person. <laughs> but then suddenly you see that no, he has some fun personality. Yes. Hiding. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. No, he does. He does. Uh, and then like uh, here uh, during this part, the turtles actually uh, mention about leprechauns and like uh, Dantel says like, oh, uh, who 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 can ever believe in like little green men and like Raphael jokes and says, oh, this coming from a big green turtle. Uh, but I am going to say this for Ninja Turtles. Like, here's the thing. Like, if you watch like any other uh, cartoon series that like, you know, wants to talk about Ireland or like any like kids like uh, programming where they're like, oh, hey, this week we're talking about Ireland or something like that. They always bring up leprechauns because like, you know, leprechauns are like what like people associate with like Ireland. That's like probably like the big thing that people think about uh, uh, Ireland is like leprechauns and St. Patrick's Day and Ninja Turtles did not like uh, like they just they referenced leprechauns a couple of times, but that is it. We didn't have a leprechaun like uh, villain. We didn't have like, you know, like. We didn't have, like, we didn't have, like, anyone, like, even dressed up in the street as a leprechaun. Like, to be like, oh, hey, hey, welcome to Ireland. I'm a leprechaun. Like, you know, nothing like that. Like, that was actually, uh, kudos to you, Ninja Turtles, for, like, not going into that easy trope that other, uh, other media does whenever they want to talk about Ireland. What? Uh, leprechauns? Mm -hmm. It's those, uh, those, gre those, like, Short, like, green men, like, okay, uh, you know that cereal, Lucky Charms? You know, that you uh -huh. like that cereal. Yeah. You know the mascot for that cereal? He has, like... Yeah. Uh, that's a leprechaun. It's a kind of, uh, symbol, or is, what is it? It's like a, oh, I mean, oh, gosh. I don't, how, I, help me, guys. I'm trying to explain my wife what a leprechaun is, because apparently the Middle East did not educate, did not, like, have these, uh, so... <laughs> You were kind of like going into the rude. <laughs> I know. You saved yourself. I know. I know. Apparently I know. In, in Middle East, they don't educate people. <laughs> I didn't say they educate people. I did. <laughs> All right. So. I know what leprechaun is. You know what a leprechaun is? I don't know. Apparently, there are some short people that they have red beards. Yeah, they have red beards. And then the most important thing is that they have pots of gold at the end of the rainbow. So it's a myth. Yes, it's a myth. They're not like real. They're the uh, the, uh, they're not real. Um, but like you know, the Lucky Charm cereal—that's what they use as their mascot—is uh, is Lucky the Leprechaun. Yeah. And as then, long as Bigfoot real. As long as Bigfoot. Okay, of course, of course, Bigfoot's real. We 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 all know this. I took a picture with him at Disney. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So speaking of things that are real, let's go to Dimension X. Yes, Krang and. Uh, Bubble Bucker. Yes! Uh, you know, I'm proud of you for knowing. Uh, you usually like, forget what these uh, what these things are called. But yes, Krang is in the Bubble Walker. He's in the Bubble Walker like, throughout the episode. No, Why? He's, I don't know. He's my best friend. I don't <laughs> forget about him. Yeah. Uh, one thing I will say about the Bubble Walker is that when he's walking around, it just keeps making like mechanical noises. Just like <laughs> throughout the episode. It's like every every time he's walking or like uh, doing anything, it just it, it just keeps making the mechanical noises. Like someone in the uh, sound team was like really earning his paycheck for this episode. <laughs> and speaking of people 
earning uh, their paychecks. I can't remember if it was in this scene, but I know towards the end, uh, the glass on the bubble walker had like this like kind of like uh oh gosh like this glossy uh texture like you know kind of like a if you put like if you have like a cold glass of water you know how like it kind of like frosts over there you go frosting mm -hmm. it had this frost over his uh dome which was a nice like detail that was like really not needed but it adds to that um that design and it just like it was just like a cool like little detail that we never saw in the other episodes before. So I thought that was like pretty cool that they added that into for his bubble walker. Yeah, something that I, I didn't like was uh, the um, his hands, the the crank hands was very long. Yeah. He, he normally had like tiny hands, but in this episode he had like very yeah. tall and yeah, his tentacles were like got really long in this one, and I'm pretty sure that's just more of the animators. They just wanted to have him like grab stuff, uh, and they just they probably like either they didn't get the right model uh, for Krang to work off of, or they just wanted to cheat, just so like they didn't have like that thing of, like oh he has to always be super close to everything he touches. Yeah, they probably wanted to just. Make it easy on themselves for animating. Right. That's that's exactly what I think. Like, you know, um, I mean, obviously, these this team of animators, they wanted to try their hands on the bubble walker. I mean, you know, uh, to be honest, like, the things I can't blame them for just because they're probably like, oh, hey, we didn't have a chance to work on this and to work on this one. When's the next time we get to work on it? And they just, like, you know, it's probably like them just trying to show off and, like, you know, just build up their resume and everything. Uh, but, but yeah, uh, but you're right. The, the tentacles definitely got too long, uh, in, in these scenes. Uh, so the other weird part was at one point when, uh, Krang was, uh, talking about his, uh, trans charmer and I'll, I'm going to get more into trans charmer, uh, later, but, uh, to bring an example for Shredder to see how this thing works, he calls on the rock soldiers to like bring a rat and a bunny. Yes. Well, the rock soldiers didn't come. The foot soldiers came. Yes, they were foot soldiers. Yeah, they were foot soldiers. I just thought, like, I don't, I don't, I, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure there was some mix-up between the, the, the writing and the animation, uh, but, like, like, you know, whether, whether Pratt Fraley said the wrong word or the animators drew the wrong people, uh, like, you know, there's obviously a mix-up. Because at first I was thinking, like, oh, we're going to get Rock Soldiers again. Because we got, remember, we had Rock Soldiers last week. Mm -hmm. uh, but no, we, we just had Foot Soldiers. And this is the only time we see Foot Soldiers. We don't have Foot Soldiers any anywhere else in the episode. So, but yeah. Uh, so, yeah, let's, let's, uh, actually, uh, before I talk about the, the trans uh, charmer. Because, you know, the Foot Soldiers, they do bring a rat and a bunny for, for Krang to show off the trans charmer. Yeah, and Rock Study wanted to eat the bunny. Yes, Rocksteady grabbed the bunny and he opened his mouth really wide about to... And I was just like, whoa! I... We never seen, like, Rocksteady, like... This violent. This violent, exactly. This is like... Oh, I was shocked when I saw this. I was like, what? He's like... I mean, he practically had that thing almost in his mouth before, like, you know, Crane stopped him. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And, like, I mean... And Rockset is also the 
the character, he's, he's the one who's like, he he sees like, the, like oh, that thing's cute or something like that. Like, yes. And all of a sudden he's like, oh, hey, here's a cute bunny. Here's my snack. Let me eat this in front of everybody. <laughs> all right. So I thought I thought that was way off character for Rock City. Really shocking scene. I was this is like something I was not expecting to see in the show. But you know, uh, so yeah, let's let's talk about the uh, the trans charmer. The trans charmer is the the device of the week uh, for this episode, uh, and it it basically it basically what it does is that it changes the animal or mutant or whatever to the opposite uh thing that is inside so if something is good it changes it into something uh evil if it if something is if something's evil it changes it into something cute it's like something something weird like that yes and when they first were showing off the first thing i thought of was like because they're showing that like you know the rat and the bunny were turning into like these like monster things and i was just thinking like Crank, don't you have ooze? Like, like your your people made the mutagen, and you have this another device that like that was like doing almost the same thing. But uh, but then like you know when we see in the episode, uh, especially when he gets the uh, Roxanne Bebaba, and then I was like, oh okay, this is this is why we're not having ooze again because like we just need something to make someone weak if they started out strong uh but yeah uh so krang basically has uh shredder roxanne bebop they're gonna go into earth and use the trans uh charmer and they're supposed to be using this on the turtles because it is supposed to make uh the turtles uh weak and defenseless and that, that, that's basically like how they they kind of like defined it as oh um, and then so now we go into now we go back to the turtles, and um, we see that the turtles they're driving and they get to a castle, which is the McGillicuddy uh, Castle. Uh, I I don't know if this castle's real or not, but I just like how they're like, oh, we're going to this castle, and Splinter's like, okay, this is where we're gonna stay, and I I just thought it was just weird because you would think you would think something like a castle would like they would have like like people or or something yeah guards or something like that so, something to be like because i know in like uh the um these uh, european countries where they have that where they still have like these old ancient castles uh they have like tours of these castles like for people to look through and everything you you wouldn't think that a castle like this would just be abandoned for like you know oh hey some homeless people can like go and like drive their uh oversized van in here and just decide to stay in here because they didn't have money to stay in a hotel. <laughs> and they didn't want to be in the sewer this time. Uh, it was just... Uh, it was a weird concept. I was just like, really? They're, they're staying in a castle? Uh, but yeah. Uh, and so, when they make uh, when they make their home, uh, you know... Then uh, portal open? Yeah, the portal opens and we see Roxanne Bebop uh, and Shredder. They land in front of like a lot of sheep and then they use their uh their trans charmer and they turn the sheep into monsters uh so while this is happening uh april is doing like the news like 
Oh, and I, w I do want to note that in this episode, April's like by herself. So I have no idea who's like filming her while she's like doing the news. It, like, you know, if she put her camera like on a tripod and everything, like that camera's gone. I'm just saying right now. No, she was she was filming the outside. She she wasn't filming herself. Oh, she wasn't filming herself. Oh, okay, okay. Some reason I thought she was like standing and like had a microphone and everything. Okay. No, but, no, no. No. Okay, okay, okay. So, but I do want to note about her outfit. Just, oh yeah, she had a blue coat or something. She had a blue coat and like just in my mind, I mean, okay, honey, I know, I I, I know you would probably do this just because you easily get cold, but like. April normally wears a jumpsuit, and I mean, for for practical reasons, I'm pretty sure she she probably has like 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 you know at least like a like a t-shirt underneath like the the jumpsuit and everything because like no she doesn't <laughs> no she doesn't okay maybe she doesn't she try to be attractive while she has <laughs> to wear t-shirt that's true that's true she she does I mean I mean now granted like. If you see every picture of April, you never see anything underneath. I get it. I know. Oh, well, you're probably right about that. But, like, still, a jumpsuit's, like, pretty, pretty warm. And so she has a coat underneath, over the jumpsuit. I just thought it was weird. Um, but... It was all... weird, but I was happy that uh, I saw her with another outfit. With yeah. another outfit, yeah. But, like, I'm going to get into, like... Because there's a reason why she has... There's a there's like one sole reason why she has this. Uh, so uh, while 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 she's doing it and with her uh, blue coat over her yellow jumpsuit, this is like where the sheep start chasing after her and she starts running away from the sheep and like you know there's a bunch of like like regular sheep and then there's like the four monster sheep. Uh, this is something Michael actually wrote, uh, which I didn't realize this. Uh, he said April should not be surprised that the sheep were gaining on her. Sheep can run between 12 to 20 miles per hour. I 100% did not know that. I did not know that sheep was that fast. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, and she, he said odds are she's in the single digits. Uh, average human uh, average human females hover around 6 to 7 miles miles per hour. I totally believe that. Um, I know I just completed a, uh, you know, my... Uh, my 19.3 mile race at, at Disney. And I could tell you that in an hour, I did four miles. So I was going four miles an hour. So, <laughs> and, and like, you know, I run semi-regular now, uh, you know. Uh, but at my peak, I was still doing like six miles an hour. Like, so, uh, the, yeah, that's something I completely believe. But yeah, I was surprised how uh, how fast the... Uh, the sheep are running. And then, uh, so something she mentioned was, she was like, oh, if I wanted to do the running with the bulls, I would have gone to Spain. I just thought that was funny. Just because last episode we watched was the Portugal episode where it featured the running of the bulls. Yes. And so it was kind of like, oh. And like, you know, in last episode I mentioned how like, oh, the... Running the bulls, you associate that with more Spain than Portugal, but yeah, uh, but yeah, I just. So she used her coat for guiding the, like the turtles. Yeah, the turtles, the tur. So this is why she had the coat because the turtles needed her to take off the coat to guide the sheep. Here's the deal: 
The coat is, the, the, they had, the only reason why she had the outer layer was just so the turtles can use it and we didn't have to have like naked April, like basically. Or in my clean version of April in a, uh, uh, in a t-shirt, but like, you know, but still like, how is she supposed to like take off like the jumpsuit? The jumpsuit's like one big one item thing. <laughs> Oh, uh, so this is this is pretty much reason why. And like now, later in the episode, she gets the coat back, and there's no. And I think that's just them, just because of, hey, they had the model. Let's just go ahead and go with it, and let's make it less awkward why she now has this big blue coat. Because, but this is the reason why she had the big, big blue coat was because they needed the turtles needed something, and we needed to make sure that April was still decent. Because it would have been really awkward uh, if. She didn't have, like, if, if like, you know, she didn't have any other clothes. Uh, one thing I did want to note about uh, them, like, you know, uh, you know uh, wrangling the sheep and everything uh, was we had a scene where Michelangelo, he brings out his uh, turtle grapple. He, he, he brings his turtle grapple out and he's, like, you know, uh, trying to, like, uh, 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 tie them up uh, and everything. When he brings out the turtle grapple, he actually has his nunchucks like on his belt. So it's like one of those rare instances where he has both the turtle grapple and his nunchucks. But in this episode, he does not use the uh, nunchucks at all. Yes. You're right. So while this is going on, this is when the turtles, they notice that, oh, look, there's a beam of a rainbow of something that's like causing uh, this to happen. And, like, so they keep calling, I mean, throughout this episode, they call, like, the trans charmer. They say, like, the trans charmer, charmer is, like, making a rainbow. I mean, Yes, they call it rainbow. They call it rainbow. I mean, it. the only thing that really rainbow about it was just that art, like a rainbow. Yes, I think because of the art they call it. I, I think it was, I think, like, this thing was supposed to be, like, a rainbow. Like, because it's supposed to be Ireland and, like, um, and, like you know, like I said, like, people think of Ireland of, like, leprechauns. And uh, leprechauns have, like, the, the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Um. I think, I think that's why, I think this thing was supposed to, like, oh, make a rainbow effect. And then the animators were like, no, that's too hard. You get blue. Like, that's why I think what happened. I think um, you're right. I, 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 because, like... Throughout everything, everyone kept calling it a rainbow. No one like points out like, "Hey, it's not really a rainbow. There's only one color." Like, uh, because you know, when when you hear of rainbow, you think of multiple colors. No, no one thinks of like, "Oh, look, there's a rainbow-looking uh, thing, but it's just blue." No, no, no one calls that. No, no, no one calls like a a blue beam. A, a rainbow. Uh, so that's what I think. I think like, it was hard for them to make that effect in different. I parts. think that's exactly what happened. I think they're. I think like this is like one of those instances where like uh, for the writers they just um, they're like, oh hey, we want this. We want to make an effect that looks like a rainbow, or like the director, I should say, not not the writers, but the director was like, hey, let let let's do that. I think it would be cool. And then like the animators came back and they said, hey, no. That's too hard. We're not doing that. Uh, like we, this is the best we can do, and and they're probably okay. You know what? Good enough. That's what I think. That's what I believe. What happened? Um, you know. So I would love to like get some like 
hopefully one day we can get like some people who like worked on these to, to come on this podcast and we can get some behind the scene info on this i would really love like some of these questions to be answered that we're uh making the assumptions for yes but uh, what so, you explain it makes like very sense to me right uh so the turtles are like oh hey we gotta like you know uh, not getting this beam and like rock there. This is like when they're fighting with a uh, rock and bebop with like shredder uh, and The turtles dodge out of the beam, but rock and bebop they charge after the turtles and they instead get hit by the beam and They start like Everyone starts like saying like oh rock and bebop. They're so adorable now. And they're like oh rock and bebop are so cute They're like, you know, like because like the so because Roxanne Bebop were like, you know, were like, you know, like, like evil monsters. I mean, quote unquote, like, because I, I don't think they're really monsters, but like, but you know, they, they had like that monsters form and then they get hit by the rainbow and it's supposed to be like, oh, hey, they're now adorable now. They're, they're now cute. In reality, they, they just the shrink. Same. Yes. They just, just like, smaller. they're just smaller. Like they didn't, there's like no other change to them. And, like, I mean, it's just, like, so, like, throughout this whole episode, I'm just questioning why are they, like, like, and maybe this was maybe another, like, maybe they had another idea, but it, but they decided not to go with it. But, like, it, it really was just, like, like, you know, I, personally, I don't think, I don't think a three-foot rock stadium bebop are adorable. I think it's still rock stadium bebop, just short. <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, but at the same time, they also, like, start acting like children, too. Like, you know, they start acting like... So, I guess that's where some of the adorableness, like, comes in? Yeah, they could they could be a little more creative, make them, like, more adorable. Like, yeah, they kind of, like... Scale of, like, children. Yeah, yeah, they kind of, like, you know, almost, like, you know, a, a few ups Like, a few episodes ago, we had the... Baby Shredder. Yeah, we had the Baby Shredder, but we all, we all was also referring to, like, the toddler mikey and leo oh yes yes yeah like you know they could have done something like that like where uh i don't know like like you know just just like youngify them or something like that like well um i know in this uh episode they uh played with the scale of the characters but um i know they didn't try to do this but it happened um there was so many parts that the scale of the turtles was so off. Like, their body was so much smaller than their head. and Right. And I will say, I think, because it's around this time where, um, where Roxanne and Bebop, they, they, they shrank. And it was like, the scaling was like really off. Like, you, because, um... Uh, because we weren't sure, like, because it really wasn't clear, like, okay, are the turtles getting bigger? Like, they, they shouldn't have gotten bigger. You're right, this, the scaling was, like, off. And I think part of it was because of this, like, oh, we gotta shrink some characters and animals down. And we gotta make some of the animals yeah, bigger. They maybe they don't have a good model shit. Yeah, that's what I really think, too. I mean, yeah, the scaling was, like, 100%, like, all over the place. And we'll get into more of that. Uh, but I do want to get into this because we got a Raf- Raphael. Raphael does what Raphael does. That is, he breaks the fourth wall. Fourth wall break. Mutant turtle filth. It's not true. We shower regularly. Raphael, he mentions that. Um, he, he mentions like, oh, like 
Oh, he does not want this. Ep- he does not want this to be a warm and fuzzy episode. <laughs> I think it was meant after uh, uh, Bebop gave him a hug. Yeah. Yes. 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 I-, I think that's like what caused him to say it. And Be- then they ask, uh, I think April to babysit. Yes. Yes. They ask April to babysit Roxanne and Bebop as like you know because they found out that Shredder's going to the zoo and. Uh, and like Shredder is gonna Shredder basically he goes to the zoo and to use the trans charmer fire into like uh uh the trans charmer not sorry um to basically like get all those animals like you know into like monster animals and everything and including a rabbit where like the turtles they gotta fight this monster rabbit now um and so so the other like so not only was there a monster rabbit like Shredder also was using it on like basically all the animals, and he found he was finding out that like the vicious animals were also becoming quote unquote cute as he used it on a lion, and basically the lion was like pretty much like the size of a, a house cat, and were uh, Roxanne. This part that the animals are escaping, it was very cartoony. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was really cartoony. This is like so. Uh, and like uh, Bebop and Roxy were calling the uh, the lion uh, Licky Face, and like I mean, here's the thing. Oh, because he was licking uh, April's face. Right. Yes. Yes. The lion was uh, was licking April's face. Oh, that's right. April took. I remember now. Uh, April took uh, Roxy and Bebop to the zoo, and then they found that, and that that's when they found out that uh, Shredder was also at the zoo, uh, and so. And then also, like, so at oh, at one point, like, Bebop and Rock City were, like, kind of, like, crying because, like, they were, like, not happy. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what happened uh, there, but here's the deal. Uh, we get a, again, not a wrong turtle, but a wrong mutant talking. Mutant. As I think... What happened was that because of like their uh the Bebop's Rocksteady's voice um they got uh uh they, they did like some sound effect to make them like sound younger. Yes. Uh, uh at this point it like it really sounded like uh to me that the uh Cam Clark and uh Barry Gordon's they their voice like switched. Uh, uh, for for Bebop Rocksteady, and I can't, I didn't actually write what the exact line was, but I like, I felt like this wasn't the only time. I felt like there was other parts of the episode where uh, their voice, their voices like switched, and and I think it was just whatever like like the animators couldn't tell which whose voice was what. Oh, by the way, in uh, in the zoo, April had his code again. Code. Yes, yes, yes. In the zoo, April had her code again. Like she doesn't actually use the code again, but but like you know, she does have it again for some reason. Oh, she was she was wearing it when she was tied on into the tree. Oh, okay. Yeah, when the lion was licking her face. <laughs> ah, ah, gotcha. So you know, tur- turtles are t- are are taking are are taking care of the zoo, and Shredder uses the zoo. As a distraction, as he goes to the castle that the turtles are staying at, which I like, I don't, I don't know how Shredder knew 
where the turtles were staying at, other than the fact that the castle has a flag of like the turtles like symbol on the uh, on the castle, which is like okay, uh, the turtles were trying to like hide and like not like you know they're, they're wearing disguises. They're like oh hey, we can't like you know have the public know who we are or anything like that, and. They're like, oh, let's stay in this abandoned castle so no one sees us. And then they go and like freaking put a big flag on the castle that says turtles on it. But before this section, um, uh, there was there was a part that um, it just explained how the um, the mutant uh, bunny changed back to its normal size because oh. there was a, there was a part that the turtles were trapped between the the rainbow and the mutant uh, bunny. Uh huh. And they were like. Oh, which one we have to choose? And then Leonardo was smart. He um, rolled and... Uh, yeah, he rolled uh, between the legs of the bunny, right? Yes. So yeah. all of them did the same. And I actually, I like the angle that they showed how the turtles are rolling. It was a yeah. u- unique artistic angle. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. No, it, it was... A, a, and then they were saved from the rainbow and the bunny changed back to normal. Right, the bunny changed back to a, a normal bunny. Mm-hmm. Right. No, no, it was, that was actually uh, pretty cool. Uh, I did uh, I did like that. Uh, was there anything else from the zoo scene, the zoo scene uh, that uh, you feel that we should uh, talk about before we uh, go back to the castle? No, I think that was just... I just wanted to mention. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm glad you did. So, uh, so, go, so going back to castle, you know, we talked about the turtle flag. All right. So, Sh- Shredder's at the castle... And I thought this was the I thought this was still the trans charmer, but apparently he has some uh, apparently like he called Krang and Krang like opens up like a huge portal. And I just wrote space octopus. Yes, yes, I wrote octopus too. I'm like, I mean, no, it's I wrote octopus from Dimension X. Yeah, like obviously, okay, obviously this is not an octopus because this thing has like like I don't know twenty or thirty tentacles. Like it has a lot of tentacles. We don't know what this creature is. We never... was a Miyazaki kind of creature. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, it was just weird, and like it was like, and and at the same time, I'm like, okay, if Krang had access to whatever creature like this is, why is he? Now, why is it like now the time? Now is like the time. Like, hey, let's bring this creature out. <laughs> like, you know, you would think like you you would think like episode one. Like, hey, Shredder's like, oh, hey. My old master is back, and he trained four turtles in the with the art of the foot, and they're, they're giving me a hard time. And Crane would have been like, "Oh, okay, hold on here, space octopus, don't worry, we got this." Exactly. Like, like what? Is, like now is the time for space octopus. The, the the turtles are in a castle now, and like, so in this thing. Yeah, yeah, in Europe, exactly, of all places. Like, you know, th- this could cause, like, major, major panic in, like, New York. Were, were they afraid of, like, the cops with, like, you know, like, the guns? <laughs> like, in, in New York, like, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. In in America, they got, like, tanks. Th- that can't, that can't uh, handle a Dimension S octopus. <laughs> like, 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 Craig's like, oh, no, wait. It's just a castle. It's a castle shredder. 
We got this. It's an abandoned castle. No one's guarding it. No one's taking tours of this castle. We we got the turtles right where we wanted. This is when we bring out uh, Space Octopus. So, so, yeah, like, whatever this creature is from Dimension X, we, and we don't even ever see what this creature actually looks like. We just see all the tentacles from this creature. Uh, it's, like, basically grabbing... It is grabbing the castle and everything. Uh, something Michael pointed out, and this is like, uh, I guess he wanted to point this out to you because, you know, for Splinter's like non-creepy factor, because I know you're, you think creepy's, Splinter's creepy and everything, but he says, Splinter practices women and children first when they're evacuating the castle while it's being sucked into Dimension X, sending April and the baby-fied Roxane Bebop down the rope first. <laughs> that was a gentleman move. That was. I, I kind of feel like uh, Splinter is more gentleman in Europe. I think he is. I, I, you know, I, I think it's, he, he's in New York. I mean, in, in See Europe. See, sometimes they say don't judge people. Yeah. Like, all his life he was in the sewers, so, I mean... We can't expect, like, why he's creepy. <laughs> right, right. Now look, look, that look. he's coming to nicer places, he's acting better. He, he, he's in Europe. Europe's a more well-refined uh, country or uh, continent. Uh, you know, he's, he's soaking in all, like, the, like, you know, like, the, the culture and everything. Like, you know, in New York, New York is, like, you know, you, you've, you've seen how, like, the people they describe in New York where, like, you know, people, like, walk and, like... You know, they bump into people. Hey, I'm walking over here. <laughs> All right. Okay. 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 Uh, real, real story time here. I gotta, I gotta talk about this. Um, totally not Ninja Turtle related. It is New York related. One of my first jobs ever um, was, well, I should say one of my first jobs after I graduated from college was I did tech support uh, for a real estate company. Uh, it was a real estate company. It was, it was a way for people to get their real estate license. And it was just like an online school. So uh, I did tech support for the software for that company. And uh, we had people all over the country calling and everything. The the people, like my coworkers, would fear the New Yorkers calling. Because the New Yorkers, the people from New York, 90% of them were rude. I mean, they were like all rude and everything. I was the only person like in like in our team that was able to like to handle like the new york customers like without like without them like you know like complaining or like cussing at me and they're i mean all my my coworkers got to the point of like they would ask them like oh what state are you in or if they recognize the new york accent they would transfer them over to me and i was like i i like they're like you're the only one who can handle and that was the only thing that would say. The only one who could handle them. I mean, and, like, uh, people came to this conclusion. I mean, it was actually a caller. It was actually a uh, New York caller. Uh, he was, like, a, one of the kinder uh, New York people who came to this conclusion. He was like, oh, you know why the New York people like you better? He said, it's because it's unlike the other people who are, like, very Southern and very, like, oh... How's your day? How's it going? Like, you know, like that Southern hospitality that because, you know, this was, I, this is Georgia after all. I was more of like. To the point. To the point. I'm like, all right, what's your problem? Okay, your problem's fixed. Okay, you're done. All right, bye. Like, <laughs> because that's the way I was. But 
but I had like this. He said like I have this like unique way of like getting to the point, but being nice about it. That like it's like a. It, he said it was a real skill. That he doesn't know how I can do that. And he was like, I don't know how anyone can do it, but you do it. <laughs> and so I that that's why like the like the New Yorkers I that's why we believe the New Yorkers like me better than like everyone else that was like handling tech support in that com in that company. But yeah, I got I got a little tired of like dealing with the New York people too, because like, you know, here's the thing. The people from New York, they they wanted their answer like yesterday. I mean they really were like hey, there's something wrong. And, like, before you can even, like, get any information, like, no, I want you to fix it. I'm like, well, can you at least help me? Like, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, that, that that was the off-topic part of the podcast. Has nothing to do with Ninja Turtles. <laughs> All right. So, going back into Ninja Turtles. Uh, we have, like, you know, we talk about the rope and everything. Here's where Mikey, he... Uh, he actually pulls out his uh, turtle grapple and he ties it uh, to a tree. And it, I, I just thought this was like weird because after he ties the turtle grapple to a tree, all of a sudden like he has like a zip line. Like I don't know where how this like came to the rope, but it's like this thing. So for him to zip line down the grapple, <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I just thought it was weird. I was just like, like you know, I mean if the if the animators were, were at least, like, smarter, they could have at least, like, him, like, bring out the nunchucks for him to do that. Because he could have used the nunchucks and still comply with the UK uh, censorship and not, like, use them as weapons. Yes. Uh, but no, he instead, like, gets this weird, like, rope thing that's, like, on the, on the rope. Like, so, like, it was a rope in a rope. It was, like, weird. But... While he's doing that, Mikey gets hit by the trans charmer. And in Yeah, he gets huge. Instead of him becoming like this monster uh mutant like like you know, like kinda like what happened to the rabbits and the rat and everything, uh and the sheep. Instead he just gets like big, but he's still like normal. He's still like Mikey. Like he doesn't like change his like attitude. Because like even like even like Roxanne and Bebop, they did they became like more childlike. Yes, he didn't change personalities. No, he didn't change personalities. They just like you know got like a very deep voice. He was like Cowabunga, dude. I don't know why they always choose Mikey for these kind of changes. That's a good question. Mikey always gets like it's like small, hey, big, the small kid, like... big human, yeah. child, like gerbil, <laughs> like like they're like oh. A turtle needs to be transformed into something, and like, like I don't like you know I I imagine like in the in the writers' room they have a dartboard like okay which turtle gets affected and they throw and that the dart actually like lands on the turtle but instead it's not like there's actually a magnet right behind Michelangelo and so when they throw the dart it always lands on Michelangelo I mean I I think I like probably at one point they're like oh hey we need. We need we need a turtle to be really big from the Transformer tra Charmer in this episode. Who do you think it should be? And then the, they all looked at each other like, oh, you know it's going to be Mikey. Yeah, you're right. It's Mikey. Just just Mikey. Like exactly. Like they just like you know, yeah. I, I I don't know how like I don't know how Mikey keeps drawing the short straw, but he does. But yes, Mikey's huge, 
And this does not work out for Shredder at all, as like he Shredder thought like he would have like a turtle on his side, but instead he just made his problem even bigger. And uh, one thing I want to note about the um... they were calling Shredder Uncle Shredder. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, Roxanne Bebo were calling him Uncle Shredder. Yes, I thought that was cute. <laughs> and, like they even questioned him, like Uncle Shredder. Uh, one thing I want to note about the comlink, you, you know, uh, the communicator. Uh-huh. If you notice. The Comlink has, like, landscape mode. Like, you know how, like, you, you talk on your iPhone and, like, uh, sometimes when you put it, like, horizontal, like, tr- turns everything horizontal for you? Yeah. Yeah, this episode, like, uh, Shredder kept bringing out the Comlink and he turned it, like, horizontal. <laughs> and Crane's face was horizontal. Oh I mean, I now mean, here's the thing. Like, this was, like, 20 years before... Uh, or, yeah, almost. Actually, I should say almost twenty years, uh, almost like twenty years before, like you know, when this, when this technology was like made and like even thought of. Like it is like kind of funny. Like I, I know this was an animation mistake, and because I'm, I'm pretty sure like the animators probably thought that's the, sh- the that that's the way that the comlink was probably supposed to be at. But it's just funny how like they inadvertently made landscape mode before iPhone made landscape mode. <laughs> like, because when the iPhone first released, it was just vertical. They did not think about, like, turning it on its side until, like, later. And they're like, oh, hey, we could do this too. So, uh, so with, 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 with Big Mikey, uh, Do you know when that mode is very annoying? Oh, when is that? When, um, when you're lying down and you're watching something, for every movement it keeps Oh, it keeps like switching back. Yes. Like yes, yes. That that that's when you have the like, you know, like I was like, okay, fine, let me lock it. And then when you lock it and you forget that it's locked, and then when you want to go back into that mode, and then your husband is annoyed with you. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but yeah, so with 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 Big Mikey, he uh, you know, that basically makes uh uh. Sh- uh, Shredder, Roxanne, and Bebop um, leave, like, you know, as Donatello points out, oh, they're getting away again. Uh, but then they're like, oh, well, they're like, well, let Roxanne and Bebop be Shredder and Krang's problem now. Uh, so, uh, you know, that that's how, like, that's how they, they get defeated. The whatever, whatever Dimension X monster thing was, like, puts the castle back exactly how it should be. And no one in Dublin even notices because this is an abandoned castle. Because apparently that's what you do with castles. You just forget it's there and let uh, five uh, mutants just live in it. And put and put their flag on top of it. And not give give a turtles behind about it. Uh, and then and then comes to Mikey. And Mikey's like, oh, Mikey, we gotta put you back to regular size. Mikey's like, no. And they're like... Well, Mikey, if you don't go back to your regular size, you can't go back into the lair. And Mikey's like, okay, fine. And he jump back flips. Like, you know, he has to be all fancy uh, with, uh, with the trans charmer and everything and to get back to normal. And uh, that's pretty much uh, how this episode ends. Uh, you know, uh, overall, uh, uh, what'd you think, honey? Does this episode make you want to go check out Dublin and go, like, take over someone's castle and put your flag on it? episode that I, I might forget easily but uh I could tell you I forgot it easily and I watched it like 15 years ago yes I just like 
a splinter custom in this. Yeah, I, I will say a spl- uh, an s- April's coat. <laughs> <laughs> April's coat. April's coat. Who's there just to guide to have like the turtles guide the sheep? That's all the the coat was there for. It was not there for like any uh, anything else. It's just like they're like, oh hey, we need the turtles to have like some large fabric. Oh, let's just put it around April. <laughs> It just feels good sometimes that you see that the characters change. Yeah, 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 yeah. uh, To be honest, it's good whenever, especially like, you know, cartoon shows. Cartoon shows are notorious for having characters in the same clothes over and over again. So, yeah, it it was good to have them, like, in in different clothes. Uh, I I will say uh, Splinter's beard was funny for me. I I just just really enjoyed (laughs) Splinter's beard. I thought, also, you know, we didn't didn't talk about this in the breakdown, but uh, the scene where, like, the turtles are like in that uh, memoriam park, and like after like Splinter's like, oh hey, here's some educational stuff, and then the turtles are like, okay, that's boring. Let's go throw throw our hats around. Yeah. I thought that was a cool scene. I, I thought because like that's a really that is a brother thing to do. Like when you're like in a family vacation and you're like bored out of your mind, like the most fun thing to do with each other at that point is like, hey, let's make a game. Yes. Yeah, I, I I thought that was cool. That was a like a really cool like brother moment. I I really liked. Uh, yeah, but uh, overall, overall, I agree with you. Yes, this episode very forgettable. I mean, I one hundred percent. I already like forgotten about it. Um, but uh, you know, uh, thanks for everyone who uh, contributed, and thank you, uh, Michael, for pointing out that Latin phrase because I had like I that really went. That panned way too fast for me for me to be like, okay, this is like, uh, for something, like, I'm glad he caught it, because that was actually a really cool feature that they had. Uh, and I finished one, uh, what do you call this? Notebook? Oh, yeah, notebook? Oh, you finished one notebook? I finished one notebook. I'm All right. going to put it on sale if someone wants Yes, <laughs> yes, you know, I've been, I've been joking about this. I, I've been saying, like, because of all, all of our note cards, I've been keeping them, and I'm like, man, what do I do with them? Like, I, I want to make it the worst giveaway ever. Like, you know, like, you guys are like, hey, I really like uh, Turtle Recall. You know what I want? I want a note card of the notes that they write. You know, let us know. I think if you guys, if you guys really want if you guys really want them uh you know uh, if you guys really want like one i'll i'll like i'll grab a random one uh for you guys and just send it to you uh <laughs> i've always just uh, wondered if like anyone like would even care about that or not but um all right thanks for listening and join us next week next week we're going to be talking about the episode shredder's new sword that's right in this european vacation shredder's gonna go uh souvenir shopping and buy himself a new sword uh you know that that's what that's what uh, people do on vacation they buy they buy stuff i should know i have a bunch of disney stuff <laughs> uh, all right uh thanks for listening and if you have any questions or memories of i mean you know especially if you have memories if you have memories of anything european uh european season let us know uh email us at turtle recall podcast at gmail.com or tweet us at turtle recall pod on twitter uh, that is all we have for this week. Uh, honey, you want, is there anything else you want to add? Um, no, nothing is special. I'm just going to add, uh, one thing. Our next podcast episode, we're going to have a major announcement, which does affect, uh, the status of, uh, the, uh, of the podcast. Uh, so, 
uh, uh, you know, nothing really negative, but it, it is going, the news is going to impact a podcast. So, uh, be sure to, uh, keep your ear out on next week's episode or, uh, you know, keep an eye on Twitter or discord and you will see that announcement as well. All right. Till next time guys. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to us. If you have any comments or memories you want to share, be sure to reach out to us on Twitter at Turtle Recall Pop. Turtle Recall is proud to be a part of the Res TV network. Be sure to go to res.tv to check out our podcast and other great podcasts they have available.